everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Thoughts I Have When I'm Driving, hosted by me, Natalie Scott, a twenty, a newly 23-year-old girl living life. That's my new tagline. Um, it's not, but anyways. <laughs> so welcome back. I know it's been, it's been a while. I haven't posted an episode in over a month, the holidays, and it was my birthday this past weekend. So I had things going on, guys. I'm a busy girl. I've got a, I've got a busy schedule. So I know you guys are all really upset and just waiting by your phones for the notification that I posted because you've all decided to follow the podcast on Spotify and give it a five-star rating. Um, if you haven't done that, go ahead. But I know you all have because I have faith in you. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Um, anyways, so I apologize for my lack of, a lack of time, but just to do a brief life update, you know, we had the holidays, we had Christmas, it was great, I saw all my home friends, it was so fun, then we had New Year's Eve, you know, that was, that was, that was New Year's Eve, and then I had, um, and so my idea behind this episode is to kind of go about how to say no to things and how I've learned to say no to things without feeling aggressively guilty and without feeling as though I'm letting somebody down. So let me explain. I have a very hard time saying no to people, even if it's something that very much inconveniences me or I can't help with or I don't want to do, anything like that. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser and I think a lot of that is something that makes me a really great friend. Um, I'm very confident in my ability to be there for people and um, support people and help them in ways they need. And so I don't want this to come across as like if say no to your friends. Like that's not what I mean. I think that being a yes person and somebody who you know that your friends, who your friends know that they can count on is a very, very valuable and important thing. So I do want to make that clear. But I also think it's very important to be able to set boundaries for yourself and ensure that you're not overwhelming yourself with other people's requests or other people's needs or wants from you. Uh, Because ultimately, the main purpose of life is to, you know, enjoy it. And if you're constantly trying to make other people enjoy it, it's hard for you to enjoy it, which might sound overdramatic. But I, I truly believe that that's that's the reality. So anyways, today I wanted to kind of talk about my experience with people pleasing and not being able to say no and then talk about how I've kind of learned to say no. So as I said already, I kind of touched on this briefly, but I'm very much a yes person. So if my friends need something from me, if somebody needs something picked up, if somebody needs me to grab like a package from them, pick them up somewhere, drive them somewhere. I'm very much a willing person to do all of those things. I think that that's something that makes a really great friend and is super important. But it's also, and I'm also someone who, if I'm asked to do something like a task in school, I was always like this, like very much a, in group projects, like a someone needs to do an outline, okay, I'll do the outline. Like someone needs to make the Zoom link, I'll make the Zoom link. Somebody needs to work on this part, okay, no one wants to do it, I'll work on that. Or, you know, in my extracurriculars, I was always the one that, like, this needs to get done, okay, I'll do it, you need help with this, I'm there. I've always kind of been like that, um, which I, I'm not trying to say that I don't like that about myself, because I do think that that makes me 
Um, once again, a reliable person and a hard worker. But it is also important to consider the toll that that can have on someone. And I also and I, am not a very confrontational person. And I have definitely gotten much better with this. Um, so I kind of want to talk about really quickly how I've addressed my fears of confrontation and my over people pleasing. And then kind of that will gear into how I've learned to say no to things. Because the two are kind of interconnected. So just start off with my fear of confrontation. Um, I do not like confrontation. It makes me very uncomfortable and I tend to get very quiet when things are, when tensions arise. And it's something that I think has started in my early adulthood, late teen area because um, when I was a child, I was not afraid of confrontation at all. And if somebody, if I was like at school and somebody like took my block or something, like I was I was not letting them take that block and I would verbally like tell somebody what's up like I was not to be I was very okay with confrontation when I was a kid but I think when I entered high school and in college I had a very very strong desire to be liked and I learned that being confrontational is not a way that a lot of people especially when you're a teenager or a young adult um, really take too kindly too often and I think that that's kind of a mistake but also um, the, the reality of the situation like if some if it's a, if you're a girl that speaks up for herself too much people don't like you and I think that that's really unfortunate but I noticed that when I was a teen and I decided that I wanted to address that accordingly and I was going to be liked by people so I was going to keep my mouth shut um, and I was going to be very agreeable and likable and I will say I think that learning to be or picking up on those traits and being that way in a way has taught me some value I think it's taught me that you know you don't need to cause an uproar about because you're not getting your way or what you want and it's okay to be quiet when things are tense and you don't have to sometimes yelling and getting upset and overly emotional and fighting with people is not the way, I mean, it's never really the way to handle it. So I'm very, very glad that I didn't go that route and pick up those traits. But that being said, I went so extreme to the other way that I stopped speaking up for myself and speaking my mind. And unfortunately, it very much costed me a lot of things, including taking a toll on my mental health because um, it got to a point when I just felt like if my friends did something that upset me or I really wanted to do something and you know other people were being more vocal about wanting to do something else I just kind of would let it slide and not um, be vocal about things I guess so I kind of would really get irritated and agitated but not show it to anybody and just quietly struggle with things and never vocalize what I was feeling which just takes very much a toll on your mental health and also makes you feel as though you, you're you not being heard, which I think is a very dangerous feeling to feel, and you can easily feel neglected by your friends, but I think that you also have to remind yourself that you are not vocalizing how you are feeling, so it is not your friend's jobs to assume that you're feeling a certain way, especially when you're not making that clear and explaining that to other people. 
So you also have to keep that in mind. So then that's something you kind of have to accept. Like it's not their job to hear me when I'm not vocalizing what I'm feeling. So it's just, it becomes a, it becomes very much a struggle. So for a long time, I was kind of like, this is just how it is. Like, I don't want to be a confrontational person. I don't like confrontation. I don't like being unagreeable. I'm just going to be quiet when it comes to these things, not vocalize how I feel. And that's just how it has to be. I have since come to the discovery that that's not exactly how it has to be. And confrontation doesn't have to be a yelling back and forth or a unagreeable stance. So the way I've come about to look at this is basically what I would call, and it's kind of like a very much a therapist terminology, but quiet confrontation. So basically what this is, is me vocalizing what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, but saying it in a way in which I still feel comfortable and which I still find myself being agreeable and easygoing. So for example, if I want to do something, like if I want to go to a concert, let's say, and my friends are like, no, that night is the same night as, you know, this sports game. And I think we should go to the sports game. But the group's a little torn and it's like, well, so, no. I would handle that in a quiet confrontation, confrontation way. I would say, I really don't want to cause issues if everybody wants to go to the sport game, sports game. And that's what the group prefers. But I just want to say, I would really love to go to this concert. I think it could be really fun. And, you know, we can figure out rides. I can help organize it and figure out rides. And I think that we shouldn't miss this, like, opportunity. But if it's not that important to everybody else, I obviously understand that. And it's fine. Does that make sense? So that's kind of like a silly example. Um, but it's honestly something that is true because I feel like sometimes when people are more vocal it's super easy for them to be like oh well I don't think we should go to that we should go to this game and typically as someone who doesn't like confrontation I'd be like oh well I guess we're not going to the concert but this way like even if we still have going to the game because that's what majority of people want to do I've said how I feel and I've said my opinion so while that's something that's a little bit challenging for me I've really tried to work on that and become more vocal about things um because I think that there's a lot of value in sharing your opinion and feeling heard and it can make your life be super, super easy. So, um, not super easy, but can make your life easier and can make things just better. So that's kind of how I've been looking at it. And then when it comes to conflict with friends, like if somebody did something to upset you, I think I used to think like, oh, I can't say anything because they're going to get upset and cry and it's going to cause a whole issue and I don't want to make them upset or make them feel guilty. But you can easily go up to a friend and say, hi, if we were to take the quiet conversation perspective and say like, hi, like I know you didn't mean for me to feel this way, but... And I know you have good intentions and I really appreciate how you've done this. But when you said, you know, X, Y, Z, that hurt my feelings. And I just want to let you know because it was bothering me and I felt like I needed to express that to you. Easy, done. That's not going to cause an argument. And if it does cause an argument, it's not on you. You're not coming in throwing, throwing daggers. You're not coming in like being abrasive towards somebody you're very calmly and quietly saying how you feel and it doesn't make you an unagreeable person for revealing so learning how to do that has been definitely of great value in my life and I just kind of wanted to share that and so going into that um talking about the art of saying no so I am very much a people pleaser as I said I don't like to make people feel like 
um, I'm doing anything to inconvenience them or upset them in any way, which I do think is a good trait. Like I know being a people pleaser is very hard and draining, but at the same time, there's elements of it that make you a very good friend and make me very strong in my like heart and my intentions. And I feel very confident about that. Um, that being said, I do also, you know, need to work on the sense that you cannot please everyone and there's going to be moments when your friends get upset with you it's inev- it's inevitable or just people in life get upset with you that's very inevitable and unavoidable and it's not the end of the world when it does happen and it can be addressed and it can be resolved and things will be all right so I think I've learned that in life as well I've tried to really remind myself of that that fighting with a friend is does not mean the end of a friendship and it does not mean that um, no, they hate you and your life's over and you're a bad person, which I think, you know, that's a bit extreme, but I do think in, in times when I have fought with people or a friend's gotten mad at me, I've just really let it hit me hard and like gotten very upset and experienced this extreme guilt. And I think that was the hardest part of my people pleasing, but I've learned that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they are they never want to speak to you again or that this friendship is permanently damaged. Like it's very possible to work through things, especially, you know, I know I've never done anything. I hope not. Um, I've never done anything to a friend that's like super harmful that they could never look at me the same way or like a betrayal or something. So, you know, um, I feel like I've just learned that I know who I am and I know I would not hurt someone. And so when people do get, I would not hurt someone intentionally. And so when people do get mad at me, I do not need to let it suck up my entire being and become super obsessed and depressed about it. Um, Okay, moving on. I do want to get to the part of learning how to say no. So that's where we'll go. So yes, so the art of saying no. So as I said, I'm very much a people pleaser. I do not like to say no to people. Even if it's, I literally cannot do something, I will say yes. And it got to the point where like someone would invite me to do something on a certain day where I knew I had something, but I didn't want to let them down. So I would say like, oh, I think, yeah, like let's do it. And then the day would come and I wouldn't be able to go and I'd have to be like, oh, I forgot that I had this, which is way more annoying than just telling them that you can't say no. So I was harming people out of fear of them being upset or harming them in the first place. Like I was making it worse. That's how bad it was getting. So I've learned that saying no is not a bad thing. Um, I think I've tried to incorporate it more in my life. So for example, I think also it's like important to set boundaries. Like, okay, this is not a good example, but I'm like, not because I'm not possessive of my clothes, but I'm sitting next to my closet. So it's the easiest thing I can think of. Like if somebody wants to borrow a top or something that I like, let's say like was like a gift and I haven't worn it yet. Right. Um, and which like normally, honestly, I, I will say like, if you've ever borrowed my clothes, I know my roommates are listening. I do not care when people borrow my clothes. I want to make that clear. It's just an example. You can borrow anything you want anytime. This is the only thing I could think of. Anyways, so let's say there's a top and I really like love this brand new gift and my friend, my roommate comes in. My roommates wouldn't also ask for a brand new top, but it's an example. Okay. So let's say my friend, my made up friend, Linda comes in my room, says, I want to wear this top out tonight. I like this top. Like I want to wear it to the bar and I know that Linda is going to spill something on it and, or Like, she's not, she's going to get, she's going out, she's going to have fun, she's going to be drinking, like, 
it's something could happen to the top, right? It's it's a it's a risky situation. It's a brand new top. I don't want her to wear it. Previously in life, I would say, of course you can wear that. Put it on and let her wear it and secretly be very agitated and annoyed and upset. But I've learned that that is not the way to go about life. And it is not fair to other people, once again, to not express that you don't want them to do something and then be annoyed at them subconsciously because you don't want them to do that, right? You are now owning the issue there because you're not making it clear that that's how you feel. How are they supposed to know that? I mean, most people shouldn't ask for, just as a rule of thumb, like you shouldn't ask someone to borrow a top with the tags on it that's brand new, that was a gift. I mean, that's just common sense in my opinion, but that being said, like some people, you know, some people do that. So that might be a controversial opinion. I don't know, but I just think like I wouldn't borrow someone's stuff if it still had the tag, they still had the tag on it. And like, I knew it was brand new. I will say I have clothes that will have the tags on them that I'll let my friends borrow because I just, I've had it for a long time and I haven't worn it. That's a different circumstance. Anyways, moving on. Right. That we need to say, actually, that's a really, that's a brand new top. I'd rather have you not wear that. I have like this top and that top that are similar or like you can borrow any of these shirts if you want. Like, I'm sorry, like that's just a new shirt. I haven't gotten a chance to wear it yet and like I'm just worried and I just like want to wear it first. I want to wear it first. Like you can literally say it like that. Like that could just be the truth. You don't even have to say like you're going to spill something on it. Like that saying the response like that is so different from no, you can't borrow that top. You're going to spill something on it and it's brand new. That's so different. Literally be like, no, I'm sorry, that's brand new. Like, I'd rather have you not, but I have all these other tops if you'd rather wear that, right? It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to express that. Like, it's so, so easy. You just have to adjust your perspective of what confrontation and what saying no sounds like, and it's very, very helpful in life. So I've I've tried to take on this art in my new, my new year, new age, because I feel like I was experiencing a lot of frustration with people and they weren't aware of what I was feeling and that was very much unfair to them. Um, and yeah, I just think it's important. And I also want to kind of go back on the, um, what's it called? The confrontation topic. So I also would have a hard time like I would avoid arguments if I knew something was going to get into an argument. I would just kind of avoid it um, because I tend to cry when people yell at me. Um, and I learned that, like, once again, you have to view an argument as a moment in time. It's nothing to be afraid other, of. But like, like yeah. it's going to pass and, like, it's going to be fine. Like, the whole point of an argument is to work through what's happened. And if you deal with confrontation as it comes quietly then you won't ever probably have to have this huge major blow up because you'll have addressed things as they came you know so I think that that's just really helped me in learning about this and yeah so that's all I have to say about today's in today's episode I am a little bit struggling with some more ideas I think that I definitely need to have some more people on here um, so I will definitely do that soon. I think that my episode with Jake was like probably my most interesting. So I'm sorry if it just me is a little bit boring. Um, but I don't know. I think that sometimes it's nice to just talk into him like all by myself, you know? Um, that was weird. But anyways, if you have any suggestions or ideas for a podcast, please let me know. I do definitely want to do one on creating a healthy relationship with exercise and body image and food. 
but I am still on my own journey with that, and so I don't want to speak on it until I really have a clear and concise idea of what I want to say. Um, but other than that, that is pretty much all I have for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you hopefully next week. Who knows? <laughs> no, I will talk to you next week. I will make sure I record. Bye. But I also want to say something. I'm traveling the next two weekends. So if I don't post, don't be mad at me. Anyways. But also while I'm here, like, I just want to really make a quick shout out to SZA's new album. Because it's good. And if you guys haven't listened to it, you you probably should. Because it's so, it's just, uh, it's just a work of art. So that's what I have to say about that. And I love you guys. And don't forget to follow the podcast and rate it five stars. Okay, I'm done now. And I've talked your ear off. So bye-bye.